I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. We're back with another episode of Oops the Podcast. I'm Francis Ellis. This is Julio Gallarata. Ooh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Julio Gallarati sitting right next to me. What's up? Beaming. Beaming, beaming. Glowing from the success of a, an incredible weekend, selling out live comedy shows. My God, young man, you've done it. Uh, it Tell good, us about your victory. It, I mean, it was a good weekend, dude. You know, good shows. Uh, Panama City Beach, loved it. I will definitely be back. Um, You know, dude, it was great. great you weekend. came in like a young Kenny Powers, season two, eastbound and down. Throwing high heat. Isn't that where he went? Uh... I thought, I don't know, actually. Is that where you went? Panama City, I think. Yeah. That's where they, that's like Florabama, that coat, you know. Yeah, yeah. That area. Yes. And, um, man. Yeah, I don't remember that. Well, I think that's where they did season two of Eastbound and Down. But you came in to Harpoon Harry's and Seawall Sally's and. (laughs) Longboards was the other spot. Uh, They were both great. Um good crowds good mix thanks to all the oops people who came and said hi that was awesome um and i had some i had some like friends down there dude i had like an eclectic group of like it wasn't exactly a crew but i like was able to say hi to everybody a girl that i went to elementary school with who i've been who i've known since maybe second or third grade wow she was there another guy that i know who is a dude he's a master diver in the navy Ooh! he took me to the navy i we got a tour of the navy diving school Super sick. That you know, I didn't even know he was down there. That's cool. And this is funny. So I remember at one point, do you remember in your high school, was there a guy who like dated outside of the high school? So like yeah, that was me. Was it? Yeah. And you'd be like, Francis has this new girlfriend. You'd be like, who is she? And they'd be like, Oh, she went to like Westbrook or whatever. That's exactly right. And how'd you come up with Westbrook? That's a, that's a neighboring town to our town. In Connecticut? Yeah. We had a neighboring town named <laughs> <Really>? Westbrook. <laughs> westbrook yeah really yeah we had a westbrook westbrook never dated any girls from there though they were they were a little too tough for us so west so his girl wasn't actually from westbrook but but dude you know we're hanging he comes to the show whatever we hang out after the show great then afterward come to find out he's still with the same girl they're married they just had their first kid wow um pretty cool did you did you bring up the fact what does that what does that tell you what does that make you think when you run into somebody that you knew in high school that was dating somebody and is now married with a kid to that person. It, it really depends. Someone like you who has been to every corner of the globe. So so this guy, too, and has, this guy has, has been to every corner of the globe. Mm-hmm. He, he just went to Westbrook. He's actually been to more places than I have. I mean, he's in the fucking Navy. That's I forgot he that said he said roughly he said roughly 40 countries which is more than I've been to. You know that people in the military do have a a penchant for marrying young. It's very prevalent. Yes, no, I do for sure. But this is this is the thing that is unique about it. Um if we're playing that game. So it's like, you know, obviously case by case situation. They just had their first kid. Ah, the kid is an infant. Well. So they've been married, you know, 18 years or something and they Holy just had their first kid smoke yeah so like it's not it's not like <laughs> what an I know. insane I know. fact i know married 18 years and had not 18 can't be 18 they got married so they he graduated high school went down to panama city they got married when he was like 19 and it's funny dude it all came back to me he goes you remember my wife right and i was like what do you mean he's like we were dating, and I was like, "Oh yeah, dude, I do remember that." You just showed up one day with this girlfriend from like another place. Your wife like, is that chick from that other school? Yeah, yeah from Canton. <laughs> She's from Canton. Is she still seventeen? Right? No, it's crazy. It's I crazy. wouldn't be able to get out of the mindset of what I, of how I knew her then. I never really knew her then. I had met her. I remembered her. I don't know that she remembered me, uh-huh. but like obviously he like gave her the story when he's like, "I'm going to see a comedy show." my friend from high school she knew she knew what the deal was mm-hmm. um but anyway that was funny chopped up dude it's funny to like bump into your high school people and like you know see who's talks to who and like my other friend said she was in touch with this other guy who like 
was excited that she was coming to my show. Like it's all fun, cool stuff to hear. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they were all great, cool. Um, nice. Yeah, dude. Unreal, dude. That's I what a, I wouldn't, you know, for a guy that went to school in Connecticut, you wouldn't think you'd have this big high school reunion down in Panama know, City, Florida. So the guy lives there. She drove from Atlanta, which we, which we did too, mm. which I'll explain a little bit about that later. How long is that drive? long well when you go with me you know it's long dude mm-hmm. i'm just mm-hmm. saying because like you know everybody involved i brought the guy who booked the gig for me and then i brought uh somebody open uh both named zach and zach i, I told him i was like guys i this is how i want to do this are you down and they're like yeah yeah for sure and then like you could tell on like the second leg of the long drive they were both kind of like Mm-hmm. oh man what have we agreed to mm-hmm. and i'm just all excited driving i'm like how are you boys doing you know what i mean um and then dude hill's friends were down there julia is what? you're like a walking scenic route <laughs> just the world's longest way there julio the scenic route colorado yeah dude. that's right we're taking the scenic road we're going back roads everybody well, 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 there's a highway, but that's good. We won't get to eat at the, at the shrimp basket, <laughs> we won't which be is doing famed that. for murdering more chefs than any restaurant in America. Dude, that's funny. That's funny. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, anchor, anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Okay, so listen to this. So Hillary's uh, friends are down there. My friends now too. Um, and her one friend has a house in this area called 30A, which is like this night, which is this road along the beach. It's like 30 minutes west of Panama City, I believe, Panama City Beach. And it, pristine beaches, like they filmed the Truman Show there. Oh. Very nice, but more of like, it's, it's, it's odd in that, not odd, I just never seen anything like it. The architecture feels more Southern than it does Floridian. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you go to a country club in, in uh, Palm Beach or wherever, you know what that's going to look like. This looked like it was a new development, but like with Southern kind of architecture, mm-hmm. which was cool. Went to their beach club, amazing, sick house, had a great time, right? And it's a lot of people from the South or yeah. Midwest or like Oklahoma, whatever. Um, that's where this girl's from. So, dude, we go and st- I stay at her house one night and I get a text this morning that I like panicked a little about. This is what she texted me. And it, it, it wasn't a big deal. But initially, I was like, oh, fuck. She goes, hey, <laughs> hey, it's no big deal, but that's not the text. Mm. It's, it's, it's always a big deal. She goes, no big deal at all, if you don't remember. But do you have any? <laughs> so, okay, this is, this is what, let me, okay, I'll read the text and I'll tell you about it. Well, finish. Yeah. No big deal at all, if you don't remember. But do you have any idea if either of you slept in the master bedroom right at the top of the stairs? Oh, shit. My, and then she goes, my parents just last minute decided to go telling, uh, telling housekeeping which beds to wash. But that's like a panic. So th- let me tell you what happened. We're all in the jacuzzi. It's late night. It's like four o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, all right, I, like, we're all decide we're going to go to bed. She goes, take any room on the second floor. I go, great. Walk up in the second floor. First room I open. I'm like, oh, man, this is a pretty <laughs> sick room. Oh, <laughs> I definitely stayed in the master bed. <laughs> I must. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know any room on the second floor. Dude, of course. Of, of course. I mean, <laughs> that is her fault. The house no is No disrespect to her. The house is so sick that I was like, oh, this must be just a normal bedroom here. Wow. Unbelievable. Let's make ourselves at home here. You know, if well, let me ask you this. How close on your heels were the other people who were seeking beds? There's one other person. And he was behind me. And he was right behind you? Okay. There, there so you, other... you had to make a game time decision. You didn't have time to to see all the rooms. I did not survey. You, could, you couldn't pick. I could have, but I didn't. Because if, if it had just been you, though, I think the right move is 
you know, knowing knowing that it's her parents' house. Yeah. The right move is probably see all the rooms and choose the second best one. Because totally. you you wouldn't have wanted to sleep in the bed that her parents sleep of in. Of course not. So here's my school. You're not one of those people, dude. Here's my train of thought on this: sniffing the pillowcases. Absolutely like a not. Friggin' weirdo. No shot. No. And that's not me. Dude. Looking for stray hairs from her mom's head. So flossing dude. with them. <laughs> so so. It's not you. I, it's not me, dude. No. I I assumed <laughs> even in even in Panama City Beach, that's not you. It's not me. Period. That's them. I assume, dude, I assume, no, no, it's no one. I assumed that she would not include the master bedroom on the selection of the rooms that were available Who to me. Who would? She goes, any room on the second floor. Yeah. Which makes me believe her room and the master bedroom must be on the first floor. Therefore, the second floor. And I remember thinking, wow, this room's sick. And then I was like, maybe this is like, I know her brother, I think, has a has a kid. I'm like, Maybe this is where the brother stays and he has all of his stuff in here already. Yeah. And this is a sick room. Also, it's four in the morning. You've probably had a, a, at least a couple of lime shard tequilas. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, you're, you're glowing from the success of these sold out shows. And uh, you're not you're not thinking, you know, it's it's tough to make that call. I, I get where your head was at. Dude, I was not like, let me find the shittiest bet. Let me find like the modest room in the morning. I went to find one of the Zach's. The other Zach was nowhere to be found. He had a, he had himself a night. He sort of stayed in Panama City Beach. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but Zach number two, um, I, I went and found him because I thought he had the car keys, and he was just in a much smaller room. I didn't put two and two together. I was just like, oh, he just happened to get a shittier room than me. Like whatever, it sucks for him. Wait, how many bedrooms were there upstairs, dude? The 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 house has sleep sixteen. What the hell? What is it, a Airbnb investment property? No, it's just a big ass fucking house, dude. That they, you know. So so how many okay, how many bedrooms were there upstairs? So there's three floors with bedrooms. Apparently the first floor has bedrooms, the second floor has bedrooms, and, and then she the third said, floor has take, bedrooms. Take any bedroom on, on the, the second, second floor. floor. So again, were there do you think do you happen to know? Were there more than were there three? Were there two? Were there four? I, I believe there were three bedrooms on the second floor. All right. This isn't your fault at all. And I don't, and you know what? I don't think that she's saying it was. This is, so her parents, I guess, are going down last minute, and she wasn't expecting that, and she wants to tell the maids which rooms to clean, and she was like, oh, like, did anybody sleep in the, actually, I don't know. Maybe not. Mm. Like, would you have to ask about the master bedroom? Yeah, look, I think, here, here's the deal, right? This house has too many bedrooms. This house has a lot of bedrooms. Okay? It gets confusing. If it's a house, if it's your traditional American house with, let's say, three or four bedrooms, right? For a family of four or five. You know, Mm -hmm. two parents, three kids, four, whatever. Two to three kids. You are going to do your best to decipher which rooms belong to which people. And you're going to do a little poking. The, the the giveaway I would say should have been the bathroom, dude. This house, so because the master bathroom is typically uh, definable. So it was a very big, it was a big, nice bathroom. But again, I, like it could have easily been the second or third best bedroom in this house. And, but you would never have known because there's a hundred. Correct, and this, I didn't see any of the other rooms, and I just assume she's staying in the master. Right. Why would she not be staying in the master? Maybe she just was staying in her room. I don't know, but can I tell you what I said? And yeah. Tell me how I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. I said, hi, I stayed in the one right at the top of the stairs to the left. If that was the master, I had no idea. I'm sorry. Obviously wouldn't have just chosen the master bedroom, but I left it in very good condition. Yeah. How's that? Fine. You think so? Did you make the bed? Yes. You dude, did. Dude, I left it spotless. Yeah, but it's an interesting thing where, you know, I don't, I never know if you're supposed to make the bed. Agreed, but I did make the bed. Because you want it ruffled so that the cleaning team knows that that was a bed that was slept in. Fine, but like I still think that you want to show that like you respect. Dude, I folded the the towel that I used. I Yeah, you you made it seem as if no one had slept there. Like the bed maybe wasn't pulled completely perfectly, but everything was rearranged the way that it had been originally. I didn't make much of a mess to begin with. And... I think no damage done. 
obviously I wouldn't have picked the master. She goes, no, no, it's not a big deal at all. I promise. Just telling them which beds to wash. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah. I literally just went into the first room I saw. Okay. I think you're fine. Are you worried that her parents were annoyed? No, I'm, I'm worried that it just, I'm worried that it comes off as like a rude move on my part. You know, I think you go into that master bathroom, right? This, this is the defining moment. You look in there and you see a, a, a whirlpool tub. There wasn't even a tub in there, I don't think. No tub? I don't... In a, yeah, in there, a house there, that has there sleep 16, the there, master bedroom didn't have a tub? So maybe I didn't sleep in the master I mean, bedroom. What, what are these people... What are they... What are they... Building a home for, you know... <laughs> Did I sleep in the fucking master bedroom? I don't even know what to describe. Like, who, who builds a home that sleeps 16 and doesn't put a tub in their own master bedroom? That's a good question. So maybe I wasn't... Did they think it? they were going to have a ton of children? I, I don't know. Maybe they thought their kids were going to have. A I think we need to talk to the parents. We got to figure this out, dude, because this is going to. But dude, I was. A very... How big was the shower in the master bedroom? It was big. Did it have a did it have a seat? I don't remember. But was it... there a way to sit down in the shower? Um, I just remember looking around and being like, damn, there's some fucking good products in the shower. Mm. And then being like, I was intending to use the steam of the sauna later at the hotel. And then I was like, I'm not going to ruin this freshness that I have going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really quality. Like, there's foam body wash in the shower. I've never even heard of that. Mm-hmm. You know about that? No. Foam body wash. I didn't know about that. It's like fucking Barbasol for the body, dude, and no shaving involved. It's like, Ooh. Oh, yeah. Dude, I lathered myself up. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> was, was, the, was, the, um, was the spigot for the uh, shower overhead, or did it come out of the wall? Did you have a big pizza-sized rainfall shower? I don't remember. I'm sorry that I don't remember shit, dude. I should have. Oh, that's four in I the morning. Didn't think, I didn't think this mattered. Lime shards got to you. Lime shards got to me. Um, I would never do that. And I will say this. I, I think I was a good guest. Granted, they came to the show. They had a great time, whatever. But like, didn't show up to their house empty-handed. I like made sure to insist that even though they had an account in the community, I still picked all... I, we paid for everything. Mm. Like lunches dinners whatever you know what i mean because i wanted so badly to a make to to show that i was grateful but b these are like hillary's friends Uh, Ah. and granted her boyfriend is new too so you could say that we're friends and like but we know this them through hillary and i can't go somewhere without hillary and not make the finest possible impression that's true you know so i went out of my way to try to be on in the 100th percentile and it appears that perhaps i've fallen slightly short no, you're being too hard on yourself. I think it's an honest mistake. You know, I think it's a lesson for everyone out there. Uh, if you are offered sort of dealer's choice of bedrooms in a home, it does tend to serve you well to do a quick survey if you have time. And you don't always have time. Because if there had been a herd of folks on your heels up those up those stairs, you don't want to get shafted with a bunk room that you're having to split with another one of those dripping jacuzzi buddies. So True. you are taking the first best looking thing. Now, in this there was only two of us in this situation, unfortunately. So yeah. I don't know that that applies for me, but yes, fair. This is interesting. This is a tough one. I don't know what to tell you. So do you guys, if you're thinking about taking the step to preparing your meals at home, because up until now, you've been ordering everything in, we highly recommend taking that step with HelloFresh. It's a really great way to cook. I mean, and dude, you know something about it, dude. I have prepared the most complicated meals. That I in like, I don't know why I can't speak because <laughs> it tasted so good. No, I've created back to back to back very complicated meals using HelloFresh because, dude, they give you pre-portioned ingredients, which I know doesn't sound like a big deal, but it really is because it's like I don't know how many, how much rue to use i don't even know how to make that Mm. i didn't even know what that was until i used until i started using HelloFresh, or how much cream cheese to include you know what i mean right those kind of things are above my pay grade but now here i am ripping rock shrimp tempura i've never fried a food in my life and i'm making i'm I'm doing multiple things that i've never done look at that and my girlfriend is just blown away i love it warm yourself up from the inside out with limited time recipes inspired by cozy classics from around the world like beef tenderloin and cheese fondue, or miso sesame shrimp and bacon ramen. Mm. HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need to easily customize your order online or in the app. Easily change your delivery day, food preferences, 
and plan size or skip a week whenever you need to. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Oops16 and use code Oops16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Uh, Oops16 is OOPS16. HelloFresh.com slash Oops16. Use code Oops16 now. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. So, dude, I have PTSD too. I'll tell you why. Brent and I did a road trip. One day he was moving from New York to Michigan and we did a Southern swing road trip with all his shit in a rental truck. So we ended up in, <laughs> we ended up in Nashville. This is like 2009 or 2010. And Hillary would argue, I've been back to Nashville since, but she had used to argue that I had never been to Nashville because of how different Nashville had become, mm. even though I indeed had been there. It was ridiculous. Anyway, we get down there. Our friend Sally is letting us stay in her apartment. She goes, Oh yeah. Like enjoy, like use my bed. Like, I don't care. Like, so what do I do? I immediately fucking hop in her bed and Brent comes in. He's like, Julie, are you serious? You're just going to, she, she's <laughs> he's like, you're showing us, she's showing us his hospitality. You're just going to take her bed like that. And we start fighting. He ends up fucking smoking me in the jaw. What? Brent, Brent fucking socked me in the jaw. Are you serious? I swear. Brent? Brent in Tennessee. I, now that the dust has settled and the jaw has healed, he was, I think he was definitely right. I shouldn't have been sleeping in her bed. Even though she's like sleeping in my bed. There's certain things that you learn as you grow older. If people say, do this, you're supposed to insist that you do not. That to me is maybe one of those things. Okay. I don't know if I agree with that. But stay as long as you want. That does not mean stay as long as you want. What if I want to stay no, forever? No, no. But know? then I also think that there are a lot of people that live on the opposite side of this coin, which is to say being overly you know cautious and and worried about the feelings of others and and then they miss out on a lot that life has to offer you know and i i i, I <laughs> what mean, do you mean? What do you mean like i i okay so <laughs> people are very crippled by this fear of of overstaying or overstepping yeah. or over asking and you know, I, I have, this is something that I've experienced. I, I think in my life, I have probably erred on the side of, of, of being overly, of over asking and overstepping and, you know, asking for things or making introductions or, but with work or like just in your social, everything, life? everything, just, just, you know, trying to make connections or, or assuming or, or just cracking open doors that should not have been opened. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you an example. It work in your favor. I'll give. This is my point. Yeah. Here's an example. When I was applying to law school, um, I was desperate, desperate for some way to 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 improve my chances of getting into a good school. And, um, you know, I had been I was tutoring all that time, and the mother or the stepmother of one of the kids I was tutoring mentioned. That she, one of her closest friends was a professor at the New York at NYU Law School, um, and said that to me, and somehow, but without offering to like put us in contact, and I was so desperate at that time to try to to help myself and and you know figure it out that I looked her up on the faculty website, saw her email, and then wrote her a cold email. Being like, hi, I'm so-and-so. Uh, I'm a prospective candidate. I, I know, know your friend. Without asking them? Yeah. And I, and I said, look, you know, I, I, I'm just, any, 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 anything you can tell me about the process or not, not like, could you write a letter for me? But I think just, you know, yada, yada. And the woman responded. She didn't know who the hell I was. Mm -hmm. And she certainly couldn't. She, I think she could tell from just the tone of the email that it's like I wasn't super close with the, the stepmom either. Mm. And so she kind of gave a, a cursory email reply. And then somehow I learned later, after I had stopped working with this family, that the, the, the stepmom had told a, a friend of we knew, like another parent, that I had overstepped uh, by doing that. Uh. Dude, how much I would still suffer from that story if I were you is crazy. And that's my problem. And I'm not suggesting you No, should. but but look. Does it bother you to, to tell that? It doesn't. And here's why. In my life, I have erred on that side. 
more often than not. Mm-hmm. And the friendships and benefits, and it, it's not always self-serving, by the way. Sometimes yeah. I'll be like, hey, I want to introduce you to this person, mm-hmm. and maybe I shouldn't have done that, right? For, for the sake of that person, uh, yes, yes, whether yes. it was a friend, whatever. Right. The the benefits and the doors and the connections and all the positivity, the utility that has blossomed as a result of my, call it, over-aggression, <laughs> far outweighs the bridges burned as a result of, for sure, for of sure, overstepping. For sure, for sure. And I truly believe that. Absolutely. I, I would much rather be told no or told in hindsight that was too far. Um than not know at all. And that I have to work on that because the stories that I have like that, I have like PTSD from. Yeah. And, and let's like the last piece is dude, you know, someone who is mad and, and says like, I never want to talk to this person, this guy again, because he asked me if I would recommend or, uh, you know, introduce him to people at whatever it is. Like, you know, I, I, I don't even know. Right is that somebody if if you're so easily just i don't know turned off completely or willing to like discard someone because they were trying to improve their life or like ask you for a favor you know i i, I don't think that that's necessarily someone that i was going to have a long right. future with anyway so this is this is what i would say to your situation that what you did was a young man's mistake you wouldn't do that now no, I have a better sense. You're right. I have a better sense of the boundaries. Now. I would have done that too and not known. Like, I didn't know. Like, I would ask for things. And especially, dude, these like city people, they're just like kind of fucking assholes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, they they don't give you the benefit of the doubt. They, they, it, it's, it's weird. It's almost like they themselves never became adults. That's, that's it. And, <laughs> and, or they were never given help by people ahead of them. And I say this because I truly do enjoy, if I can, trying to help people who are younger or below me or do what I can to, like, give them a line, right? Because a lot of people did do that for me. And I do think that favors granted often result in the, the recipient being more open to giving out help themselves. Right. Right, You're just right. creating a, a pattern and a willingness to a good to, pattern to lift, you know, rising tide raises all boats, all that shit. So, you know. Yeah. So, dude, yeah. Like, the, there's something annoying about that, too. It's like, here's this woman who's like, wants to boast about how she's connected at this place, doesn't offer to help you. You reach out, you're a fucking kid. You don't know any better. And she's like, oh, he overstepped. Like, shut the fuck up, lady. Yeah, you know I mean? and and I also, you know, the way that um the way that the the person I know relayed the <laughs> message to me. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. It, um it was the dad of my dear friend, our dear friend Luke Marcus, the Marcus family. Okay. And so he was a very good I was very close with the whole family including the dad and uh he was the one who had introduced me to the family. Got it. And so like he was like, yeah, they, she did say that. And the way he related it to me was as though she, he could tell that she had some, some glee mm-hmm. in saying like, yeah, of course, he, of should, he uh, didn't, you know, she yeah. turned her nose up at it. Dude, the city fucking like that whole bubble is just like high school. Yeah. For old it people. didn't hurt her relationship to the professor at all. Of course not. Yeah. It wasn't, you know what I mean? Uh, it just was something that all of a sudden was like, oh, I've got status and I, something I, he wanted. He abused it. And now I am glad it didn't work out. I have the opportunity to prove that I indeed am above others. Yeah. Quick, quick aside. Um, you mentioned your buddy, the Navy diver. Yeah. First of all, I'm so curious about what that entails. I'm going to tell you, and it's going to blow your. Fucking Is he mind. scuba diving and scuttling, scuttling ships by attacking or like attaching sticky mines underwater to them? Like, yeah. So, so I don't even know what that means. What do you mean? Scuttling like? is like when you render a ship incapable of traveling. So it's the opposite. Like they will go down and they will weld a ship underwater. Oh. 
Oh. Dude, they do the craziest fucking shit. That's nuts. Dude, it's nuts. And he's a master. And there's only like a few hundred of like there's mm-hmm. a list of all of them that have ever been on one board. Oh my god. So it's like super impressive. That's crazy. And I wonder how long he can hold his breath for at the Soho House pool. <laughs> so dude, it's probably pretty long. Way longer than he, me. That's he showed sure. me the 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 sort of history of the way. So there's the like Cuba Gooding Jr. movie, mm-hmm. if you remember that, Men of Honor. I, I didn't see it, but I remember the previews. There's the famous sort of like diving suit. And I made that reference. I was like, that's probably a pretty annoying reference. Right? He's like, yeah. That's good. <laughs> but anyway, dude, so they, they have these, they show me all the decompression chambers and stuff. We we're talking about like the bends and shit. So apparently there are these suits that you can go all the way down, like so far down in and stay for a while. And it's like an, it's like an exoskeleton. Like you look like the Michelin man. So you're like functioning in a different atmosphere within this suit. Mm -hmm. So anyway, dude, these guys do like all sorts of crazy sort of shit down there. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, pretty wild. That is really cool. Uh, to bring it home. Yeah. Our boy, Luke Marcus, our, our dear friend got, uh, his first choice. He got jets. Got selected for no Jets way. at Wait, the end so of his flight school. Wait, so we need more school. background for this, though. He was in flight school, right? Yeah, he was in flight school. And, you know, you do this for a long time. You train, you train, you fly. They're, you know, whatever, normal planes, single single engine prop planes, all that stuff. And at the end of it, you uh, put down your preferences of what you want to fly. Sick. And I think everybody wants to fly Jets. Right. Uh, you know, Top Gun. Any shit. person flying in that capacity wants to do jets. yeah and then the other options are helicopters which i actually thought would be even cooler yeah um i don't know why i think it's because i ski um and i thought maybe he could give me a ride you know instead of paying the <laughs> exorbitant powder skiing heli skiing fees um but uh you know then there's c-130s and then there's like i think transport planes yeah and all those like wacky, like the one that does this. There's one that uh, it's called the Osprey. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 engines start up and they go and whatever. It's almost like half Sick. helicopter, half plane. plane. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So uh, he got his first choice jets. Sick. Congratulations. And I don't think it's. I think it's a very small percentage of people who get jets because you. It's the hardest one. I think you got to be top of your class, kind of deal right and uh he did it so dude he's this kid is i mean i have known him since he was in eighth grade where i would have to absolutely berate him to put down the fifa controller and do his friggin math homework and (laughs) he has just connected one dot after another and his dream from that age was to become a nasa pilot really a nasa astronaut he's literally on the trajectory and the he knew the path he knew the steps and i mean i remember just so many years i was like god there's just no way not that i I wasn't rooting against him i just couldn't imagine how he could you know get there from where he was and he has checked off one box after another naval academy marine corps pilot flight school jets it I mean, at this point, if he's not the president of the United States, I'll be like, (laughs) what happened? You know what I mean? That is how fucking automatic he is. So big shout out, Luke Marcus, big fan. Uh, You know, you'll see him at the wedding. He's officiating our wedding. Really? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So uh, very excited for that. Dude, he like wanting to be a NASA pilot is like a thing that ever like the percentage of kids that realize they don't actually want to do that. It's just like so dominantly high right this is one of those things i want to be a pilot and then like you get older you're like oh like what does that actually mean right. can i can i even physically handle it probably right. not right. be up in fucking space station eating petrified wood for three months <laughs> alone <laughs> alone from fucking i don't get to see my wife you know what i mean like you have to really yeah. to stick with that and like want to do it is like impressive yeah no um, it is it you know it is definitely what i, I you no just it, just it, it, anything somebody who has a dream that early and is not shaken from it uh really ever is is mind-boggling that level of kind of focus and consistency and pursuit of one path so um cool very cool well gee i've been keeping an anxious eye as we watch what's happening on the world on my uh on my crypto mm. investments oh, yeah. my crypto holdings Absolutely. on my coinbase account that's yeah. where I do all of my trading. Yeah, same. All my purchasing, all my long-term planning, all that stuff. 
It's on Coinbase. Yeah, dude, it's great. Uh, it's easy, and you can even do like anytime there's like a new thing people are doing, you can typically do it on Coinbase also, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Whether or not on Coinbase, but you can do it with Coinbase Wallet. Like I have all most of my NFTs are all in my Coinbase Wallet alongside any of the crypto that I bought. Um, if you guys are thinking in dabbling in some crypto, we think that Coinbase is probably a good place to store anything that you choose to do. It's definitely the easiest crypto exchange that I've ever used. And I I like it. It just shows me everything I need to see, how my holdings have done and where they are and where they've gone and where they've been. So I'm a big fan of Coinbase. I mean, my dad uses it. You know what I mean? That's all you need to say. That's that's really, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, For a limited time, new users can get 10 bucks in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com slash oops, sign up at coinbase.com slash oops for $10 in free Bitcoin. This offer is for a limited time only, so be sure to sign up today. That's coinbase.com slash oops. Well, dude, so I want to go back to traumatizing overstepping stories. Yeah, There are good. three of them that stand out in my mind where I just didn't know any better, and I, I suffer from them to this day. Oh, boy. And I want to share all of them with good, you. Good, please. So first of all, I think I've talked about this on the pod before, and I've realized that maybe I shouldn't be saying this guy's name. Uh, for whatever reason, I don't know. I don't want to like suffer his wrath. Big, powerful guy worked for NBC. Was like, he he's been like the head of major. You know who he is, if I were to say it. So anyway, like I helped him out because he was playing the father son tournament, and the rules of the father son's tournament were stupid. He was tennis, right. really. Quick. He was yeah. like, oh sorry. Yeah. He was like, there should be a winner. It's not fair that like my kid and I can get to the finals, and then he's taught that like because we're like somehow. I don't know that there shouldn't be a winner. We think that there should be a, that we should be allowed to win at least. Why was there, why was there no winner? What? Cause they were trying to make it kind of like that, like the like pussification of our children. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. Everybody gets a trophy culture. Okay. Okay. So anyway, I was like, dude, you're a hundred percent right. I got you. Boom. Set it up for them. He and his son end up winning. Kids. So happy. The wife comes up to me. She's like, if you ever need anything, let me know. Wow. I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. So I'm like, you know what? I need something now. I, I could use an internship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I email them. They just never respond. And it just like crushed me, dude. I felt like such a fucking loser. Yeah. Maybe, but that's not even an overstep. How do you know you? Yeah. Why do you think that's an overstep? Because maybe I, you're right now. As I say it, I realize that maybe it wasn't. But like, well, this is a great exercise. What good. if we disprove all three of these? I don't think we're going to be able haunting. To do I don't think we're going to be able to disprove all three. These haunting hangups that you've had for years. I don't think we're going to be able to disprove. We're going to unearth three. these splinters of guilt. Yeah, I don't think. Okay, so that's the first uh, one. Yeah, one for one. Okay. Okay, one for one. The second one, I was so I was I was teaching at this place out uh, you know on Long Island, and uh, the second summer that I went back, I didn't want to live in the pro house. I wanted to live at somebody's house. Because a friend of mine had done that and he had done it with a specific guy whose house I'd been over. I'd met his dad, whatever. So I was like, I'm going to see if this, if this guy's dad will let me live there. And I wrote this like long letter about like handwritten. No email email. Sure. I may have signed it, which I'm cringing about thinking about. That's kind of cool. That's presidential of you. And I, I'll never forget the final sentence. It was like my goal (laughs) Dude, I'm getting so uncomfortable. I was Good. like, my goal is not to be a burden to your household, but a sort of like, I forget the word I use, a plus. A blessing. Yeah. Something like that. I was like, I hope to contribute more than I burden you. Yours truly. It's very sweet. Very and then the guy was like, fashioned. the guy was like, no, like we're like fixing my basement, which was like clearly a lie. He just didn't want me to live there. And I just felt really embarrassed. And I still am embarrassed Again, about it. Again, I'm, I'm really not. I'm not minding this. <laughs> okay. I'm not minding this. Listen, if I'm if I'm a father with a house in the Hamptons and the previous summer a young man spent the summer there, positive experience, one of his buddies is now doing trying to do the same thing, you know. I and you knew him, right? Did you know the dad? I knew the dad. But so this had you had good interactions with him? I had. So this is actually what happened with the kid with the summer before, though. Okay, so the friend, the friend of the kid was staying at the house. They let him throw his birthday party there. He had the birthday party. Great. Then we all went out, a group of us, and it was his friends and then like nephews and nieces of the dad whose house it was. And I guess what ended up happening is somehow in the shuffle as we all arrived at this nightclub, the like two or three nieces or nephews got left out and like no one ever went to get them and they just like didn't get into the club. Mm. And like, I think that they may have even pointed and been like, are those people with you? And the guy may have been like, no. Oh, and then like got kicked out of the house at, like the week after. Cause of that, 
the the kid the guy did the guy who was who was being allowed to stay at the house okay so maybe that wasn't positive and maybe he was like never again yeah yeah i mean i mean if it, but that's on him that's not on you agreed has nothing to do with me maybe it was bad timing i don't know well okay again it's not as though you know, you sending a, a a feeler email i just i just don't think that there's that much harm you you've put the ball in his court and any person who has confidence should not be too bothered to just say no right and my working on the basement or the room's not available whatever the fuck it is you know it just at that age as an adult it gets easier and easier to say no to people right right you You get better and better at coming up with reasons for why you can't help someone out yeah he wasn't a dick about it um okay i'm 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 still I'm, I'm calm saying oh for two on this one okay third one really don't think you're in trouble yet okay i appreciate it the last one somebody i gave these lessons to people in the city these are all revolve around tennis as you have gathered um and they're like oh we we have a court at our rental this summer like how much would it cost to teach us and i was like oh sweet and i like came up with some number that was apparently like not realistic just I, too high? Like way too high. Like I, I did it per, by person in my head. I had never done this before. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know what to ask for. I could have asked people. I didn't. I quoted them some really high number and her reply to the email was, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? This is a woman that rented a house in the Hamptons for the summer that had a tennis court and her response to you, the person she asked for private tennis lessons at the house was are you fucking kidding me yes that person's a joke you think that's bad 100 percent. i may have shame shame on her to me that's the worst one she thought that i was like price gouging i had no experience doing this i just didn't know okay the number that i quoted was probably twice as much unless you're saying as the top of the market dude unless you're saying (laughs) unless you're saying like a thousand dollars an hour it wasn't that no it was like I, I think can you give us a ballpark because you're admitting it was it was, too, it was high too high and you just hadn't thought of it but can you give us the ballpark I think that she's like four or five of my friends and in my head I just like did it I was like oh like whatever it'll be like 50 bucks a person or something and I was like I don't know like 250 to 300 bucks per per for the hour for the group okay which is high the, uh, n- no that's high dude Julio <laughs> Julio it did, maybe it doesn't deserve fuck you it's the Hamptons it's a bunch of rich ladies wanting a private clinic at their house. There is no number that's too high. Fine, but like there's a way the logical thing to do there is to break it down by a unit price of like the hour as opposed to like charging by it didn't make sense. Fine, fine. I, I hear you. No, you this is making me you, feel better. From a business perspective, you quote the high number and then a normal person in her shoes might be like, ah, we were hoping to do more like this. Oh, right. As opposed to. And then you might maybe meet in the middle or you agree to her price. That's just basic business. That's that is as a tutor, right, right. as a tutor, similar thing who would charge exorbitant rates mm-hmm. that I could never believe charging. <laughs> You know, every once in a while, like, yeah, I, I would have someone come back and be like, that's out of our, that's way beyond what we're, we were thinking it would be or like, mm-hmm. and, and you're like, well, there's plenty of fucking people that do pay this. Right, right. You know, you got, you got the one weird lady who's like mad at the price structure of the Hamptons. Like, lady, go get a summer house in fucking <laughs> Panama City Beach. <laughs> What are you doing? That I, w- w- what tennis? Maybe she's finding a tennis instructor for cheaper, but not that much cheaper. Right, 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 right. It's going to be one hundred and fifty dollars. It'll be at least a hundred, or if not, yeah. So yeah, so you're talking about like a difference of ten dollars per person, twenty dollars per person more. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I right, am right. dumbfounded at the gall of her response. Yeah, no, actually, now that. This is this has been helpful. This has been a helpful exercise because because like I listen, dude. I I get it. I would for a long time when I would tell people my rate, especially when I would raise my rate because mm-hmm. I started out I was charging you know hundred bucks an hour, which even I thought was high mm-hmm. in New York City, and no problem. Tons of kids, tons of referrals. Go to one fifty, no problem. Nobody bats an eye. <laughs> you're like okay how about next person next family 225 
nobody bats an eye. Then you go to 250, nobody bats an eye. 300, and nobody bats an really? eye. Crazy. And then you're like, all right, I don't think I can charge more than this because I'll start pricing myself out of the types of students I actually want to work with. Mm. So I'm fine at this number, mm-hmm. but I can be more selective of the people that I that I work with because right. my 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 list is full. Yeah. Um. But you're charging, you know, lawyer rates. How many people were you tutoring a day? Well, you can only tutor like three a day, really, because it's what two, two it's hours. It's five to eight p.m. Five to nine. Oh, right. You know, four oh, the, four right. to eight. You have Got after yeah, school and. You got to go, you can't, unless they're really close, you can't schedule them, you know, on the hour. Right. You got to leave the place and go to another apartment. Right, 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 right. But dude, nobody, nobody fucking batted an eye. Crazy. And it's not like all the families were making the same amount of money. Right. They're right. just, people are, they're like, we live in New York. We accept that this is the rate. This is how much it And if, if people had a trouble, they were like, look, you know, I don't know if we can afford it. I, I would work with them. And I would know when people were being honest. And when people were trying to, you know, we're trying to be please me. Yeah. And I had the luxury of not needing to like stoop totally a lot. But dude, I'm that story baffles me. (laughs) It's not like she's asking for medical help. I know. know. She's not asking for some thing that, you know, some pharmacy. You're not Martin Shkreli, like totally withholding life saving drugs and for a profit. It's private tennis lessons at her hamptons rental what you could have said any number and she could have been like yeah we're gonna look somewhere else and then you come down right right, are you fucking kidding are you fucking kidding me lady right right right. am i wrong about this you're right for sure i think you know and i think maybe that the thing that was like i was well-intentioned in all these situations and like just i think i feel self-conscious of like how just not knowing just not knowing enough to like handle and maybe even or or just like wishing I hadn't asked for things if I knew that I was going to end up like feeling humiliated. Well, Julio, the weather is improving, which means that I'm ready to hang up my bird dog's pants and and dust off my bird dog's shorts. What an easy, uh, an easy progression. Yeah, going from pants to shorts. Big switch in my life, and thank God Bird Dogs is there to cover every season for me. The Bird Diggity Doggies. Yeah, we love them. They are the official outfit of spring, summer, fall, and winter. <laughs> All year round, you can wear your Bird Dogs without even thinking about any other clothing. Dude, it's amazing. It's, it's a great product. It's the best. We love our Bird Dogs. Best pants, built-in underwear liners, stretchy, comfortable. Pants look great, perfect for golf, perfect for work. You've got the shorts for working out, but also swimming if you're into that sort of thing. Personally, I am. We're both wearing them right now. Yeah, wearing our bird dogs. You can get your own bird dogs. Go to birddogs.com and use promo code banana, banana <laughs> singular, and you'll get a whistling football that comes at your head with the sound like this. Watch out, you better catch that, you silly goose. So, birddogs.com, promo code banana, get your bird dogs today. So you had you did, had you had you become close with this family? Did you know them already? The ones who I asked for the internship? No. The ones who I asked to stay in their house? No. The tennis. I taught them one time in the city, one time. And I think that maybe they were like a lower like where, where was the house they rented? I don't know. Somewhere in the Hamptons. And I, I know that, like, I think I met them in, like, a group class. So, like, like maybe they were, like, a maybe slightly lower income, which there's no such thing as low income in teaching tennis, but they weren't a, like, oh, we have an insane estate, money means nothing to us type of people. It, it just it, it doesn't it, matter. It, 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 it's shades of white. Right. It's shades of white. It, it's... uh. You know, right. you're talking about such a rich and elite activity. Mm. We want a private tennis instructor of note to come to our rental in the Hamptons where we have a tennis court, which means it's an expensive rental property right? for the summer to teach us private lessons so that we don't have to go to some fucking club. Right, right. Like, to me, it's 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 like finding out that you're 
the 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 you know searching for a private jet pilot who gives you a quote and you're like right right, right. who do you think you are <laughs> what are you fucking talking about <laughs> there's no ceiling for those rates and okay and the thing that you said that resonated with me the most was that regardless of how much my rates were above how much it really costs we found out it's still not enough to maybe warrant that vicious of a reply. It's vicious. It's did she really say fucking kidding? I think, yeah. In an email? I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah. dude, this is the type of person though who like would be responding the same way if the if they were trying to hire a cleaning lady who right. quoted them like $20 an hour. Right. You know, that is just a level of like tone deafness and entitlement. That's really what it is. Yeah, it's you're, not polite. You're like you're stomping <laughs> on people who are but beneath you, workers. Yeah, and I do. I to be honest, t- like I found ten- teaching tennis to be exhausting, and maybe it's not. It, I mean, you dealt with this pretty much the same exact type of dynamic, in that you know you're dealing with all these different people, and you can't make everybody happy all the time, and that's just like difficult. Yeah, when you're you're providing a service because you want to. The idea that people are unhappy with the service in any capacity, the idea that that could possibly happen is stressful. And when on the un- on the unlikely occasions where it did happen, it was very unpleasant. I just I just can't get over this. I hate this woman. <laughs> I hate this woman so much. Again, she sought you out. I know, I know. You didn't go to them. I gave them a good lesson. She you know? said, "What are your rates?" You responded, and I don't know, man. Fuck that lady. Oh, all right well this was nice i appreciate it i got i'm going over <laughs> three for you on those okay not I'll one of it. those things should you be carrying as a as a as a, a bag of bricks on your back i, I appreciate to that. this day you're right yeah because like my mine yeah. is mine is much worse <laughs> <laughs> me asking a law professor to like help me get into the school when I'd never met them before and did not have permission from someone to who would just them. casually mention knowing them. That's way worse than any of those three. It is. It just objectively is. <laughs> like that's my overstep. Like you're just, you know, you're not even at the line. I'm like dancing in enemy territory. Yeah, maybe there's just something that it, like I'm wonder. I'm like now I'm like, curious about what it even is about it that it's bothering me because I you know I see your point in all in all of the situations. Like I went into this not realizing what that would sound like when I said it out loud, mm-hmm. and now I'm kind of like I I don't know I don't know. Look, I think there is the world needs I think a balance mm-hmm. of people you know on on both sides because. Um, you know, if it were all people like me, then we'd be fucked. <laughs> if everyone was just constantly overreaching and overstepping and over asking, like everyone would hate each other and do, no one would do, do you, any favors. Do you like you think that you do that regularly? I said I think I've I've I have typically more often than not I'm on that the wrong side of it. Mm-hmm. You know. And and a lot of the time it does have to do with professional stuff, whether it's asking someone to help make an introduction to help me get a job somewhere or, you know, uh, I'd, I'd like to meet this person. A lot, of, you know, I hate to say this, like I've definitely overstepped asking people for favors, like getting me on golf courses that mm-hmm. I wanted to play. Um, I just, I don't know. I hate to say it. I just, I have a lot of confidence in what I bring to the table. So I feel like even if someone is, I put someone in a, a uncomfortable position, and they're they don't want to, they they don't feel like they can say no. You it's think like, like let's say perform. I ask someone like, hey, can you? I'd love to come play your golf course. Like, uh, I'll bring you out to mine, whatever. And they're they don't they're nervous or they're they don't they feel weird, and so they say yes. I know that it's not going to take a lot of time for me to charm them. And to realize, or my that's my belief. So you, you think that once you guys are out, though, they'll be like, oh, this was a good idea. Yes. After I that. think that I can change their initial misgivings. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, as soon as they see what I have to offer, 
uh that they'll they're in, invariably they're going to walk away from it with a positive opinion right, right. And be like you know what i am i'm glad actually that that guy pushed pushed me to invite him so, to so, my golf course who are these people how are you like finding a person to ask to begin with you know it it, it could be something as as t- tenuous as like a dm it could be right. um it could be that i've i played around near them one time and we had a beer at the table afterwards got it and I learned that they were members of this place, and so I, you know, it's selfish. I I I get that it's that it's selfish, but I think that you can you can mitigate the selfishness of asking for yourself by helping other people, by being more willing to help other people. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like if some young kid was like, "I'm desperate to play your golf course," I'd be more willing to say yes to that person. Because I know that I have done that myself so many times. Right, 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 right. And if I'm just a one-way asker, that's parasitic behavior, right? And I know that you have brought people on the course that maybe, like, you know, maybe might not fit in. Whatever, (laughs) yeah. I mean, like, I won't even, it's not even, it's more like, it's not so much that as it is, like, people I didn't know that well. Interesting. Where you're like, you know, what, what? How well do you need to know someone to ask them for a favor? Mm-hmm. And I think that my threshold for that connection is much lower than yours. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know what I right, mean? I right. Like I would be willing to ask for fa- help or a favor from someone that I knew way less well than you're in your situation. Right. So dude, when I was down there in Panama City, man, cigarettes are pretty cheap. Oh, I bet. I got to say there was a couple people, you know, Puffing a couple of heaters outside, yeah. and I was just glad that I have switched to Lucy as an alternative. At a boy, you know, at a uh, boy, that's cleaner living. You know, Lucy Slim Pouches is the newest technology for synthesizing pure nicotine in the lab. None of the tobacco, all the nicotine satisfaction. They come in three strengths: four, eight, and twelve milligrams, uh, and they include both coconut oil and gum base to provide a soft, fluffy texture that enhances the flavor and doesn't dry out your mouth. It's 2022. Don't compromise when you're choosing your nicotine products. Go with the newest tobacco-free options from Lucy. Oops, the podcast listeners. Go to lucy.co and use promo code oops to get 20% off your order of Lucy Slim Pouches or any other Lucy products. That's lucy.co, promo code oops at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains non-tobacco nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code oops. One, so it's funny. This reminds me of something of a, dyna- a dynamic. That's something that happens to me a lot. I'm sure this has happened to you too. Over the years, your per- some of your personal friends will will tell you they have some kind of connection in show business, and they'll be like, "You should meet. Yeah, you should meet of them." Of course. That I, I can't tell you how unpleasant following up on those has been for me. It's also almost like 99% fail rate. 99% fail rate, and not only fail, but like one time this guy. He was like, dude, my dad would like love to like rep you. He's this big guy. Da 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 da. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever, sure. Like, and the guy like called me, and then he's like, he, I'm not kidding. He must have talked my ear off for an hour and a half about how he was gonna like make me a star or some <laughs> shit, dude, and whatever. And then just like, fo- then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, this is so exciting, right? Follow up, follow up. Like, then just like radio. I just never heard from the guy ever again. Yeah. Or it'll be as bad as like I've me, had that happen. Let me connect you. He says shoot him an email. All of a sudden, I'm why am I sending an email now? Right. Hey, and then just I don't get a reply. Yeah. And it's just like such a shitty thing. But like to the same token, I don't want to close myself off op- uh, from opportunities because I've gotten burned so many times. Mm-hmm. Like this shouldn't make me not follow up on the next time that happens. But like, it never ends up becoming yeah. anything. And it's been interesting for people who think that I'm just being cynical see after i've told them that how terribly each of those have gone subsequently (laughs) to the point where now they are like they're the ones who tell me not to email Uh that will end up happening oh my god it's crazy being ghosted on a professional lead (laughs) is it's fucking absolutely it puts your brain in a pinball machine It is, it's, it's on par with being broken up with and not understanding the reasons why it really (laughs) is. I mean, because, because professionalism should lend itself to 
taking the emotional side out of it, right? Like if you're, um, if you're, here's it. Like, okay, I, I've, I have a similar story. Um, very similar story. Like I, when I was applying to law school, uh, I, I wanted a job that would left lift my candidacy and, and look good on my law school application, you know, resume. Um, and so I was looking for a paralegal job and, um, I had a, through a family connection, I had, uh, I knew a young guy who was, who worked at his dad's very big white collar law firm. And my, I think my sister put, put me in touch with this young guy that she knew she was friends with. And I shot him an email or she connected us via email. I shot him an email and was like, Hey, you know, this, I'm trying to go to law school. I'd love to be paralegal for a year or two. Very common thing. Uh, these are, here's my resume, et cetera. And he came back with like a, a, a wonderfully encouraging email, you know, that was like, yeah. absolutely. You're perfect. I'm going to, you know, I'll sort this out. I'll get to it. Yada, you know, I'm going to make it happen. Like blah, blah, blah. You're great. We'll set up a call, whatever it is. So I'm thrilled because I'm 22 and I'm naive. Yeah. And I'm not aware yet that people can just be fucking psychopaths. Right. People aren't reliable the way your parents were. Yeah. Yeah. That people can be psychopaths. Yeah. And um so I I I I'm like, okay, great. And I I think I had to like send him a cover letter or something like that. Get all these things in a row, uh, polish up the resume, whatever, send it over. You know, he 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 gets back to me and he's like, This is great, you know, all pass it along to the right people and you'll you know, whatever you know let's let's connect in a couple days so like a week or two goes by you know two weeks i don't know what it is longer time certainly than than i would have thought <laughs> so i send out another email and i'm like hey uh just you know checking in no response over the next <laughs> six to eight months <laughs> i probably emailed him another th- three times at longer intervals between right. you know another month would go right. by right. and then two months <laughs> nothing it's following up and it's like you start to wonder like <laughs> did this person perish <laughs> is he gone <laughs> what happened here did i imagine the initial I- exchange <laughs> right. because all it would take all it would take is an email being like listen I'm I'm swamped right now. Totally. I'm sorry. Uh, or the position has been filled. And that's, it's business. So there's no ill will there. I don't deserve really to be mad at him for that kind of an email. In fact, even at that age, I would have been grateful. Yeah. Because it stops your mind from spinning. From constantly hope, hope, the hope. hoping and questioning, like, did he learn something about me? Like, what did I do? Did I word something incorrectly in the email? Was there something on my resume that stood out as like a blight that, you know, without me knowing, like uh, disqualified me from this position? And you get and getting ghosted. It's crazy. Getting ghosted via email over a professional situation is it it, there there really it shouldn't happen. Yeah, it should not happen. Yeah, totally. Uh, And yet it does. I know. And there's something really arrogant and annoying about when people think they could help you but they can't there's something really annoying about it that really gets to me yeah and especially in and it's a little different with with law school stuff because like that's how that works like that's the thing that i encounter sometimes is that people will try to apply the logic of networking in the traditional sense to what we do and it it doesn't always translate no um but like so that's crazy obviously in a in a, in a specific way but sometimes people will be like, oh, I can help you. And they like think they can, but they like actually can't. And there's something so annoying about that giving them that. Oh, I think that I can eat. And then somehow I'm the one who ends up getting rejected. It's so annoying. Yeah, but we have to try. I know. Because, because even if 20 people are wrong, one the day. one person that's, that's not full of shit. It, it, you know right. is is the answer and just gotta hit one i have home run i have no problem with people making those promises as long as they try yeah i have no yeah. problem with that if people are like i think i can help you i can introduce you it's like okay if they follow through and it falls apart 
Whatever. Not their fault. You did your best. I, you know, it doesn't always work out. Totally. And, and, and people may overestimate their own reach totally. and, and influence. And I mean, I'm sure, you know, I've overpromised and underdelivered many times. But like, as long as you fucking try. Totally. And dude, so the the one, so it's a very, that's a very, very good point. So depending on the person, it can be, if I already find the person annoying, there's something like really annoying about it when it doesn't work out. But like the thing with the guy, the first thing I was telling you about, talk to that guy for an hour and a half. He's like, send me an email of all the best stuff that you think you have. And I'll look over and we'll talk. I've gotten that question so yeah. many fucking times. Dude, I, I made, I spent a lot of time making an extremely good email that was concise with hyperlinks that was like very specific to and like tiered and everything that I want <laughs> at a point in my career where I knew what I wanted. I wasn't like, I'll do anything. I knew what I wanted to do. I send it and then like essentially get like, he's like, all right. He's like, we have a lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. Then just like started pushing <laughs> our call and we never spoke again. Yeah. And like this guy's son, I think was like mortified by it. He's like, I'm sorry. My yeah. dad is like, he's like, dad, you know what I mean? You like, know, it's just, it, it could be so many things. It could be that the next day he got another email from his best college buddy who was like, my son wants this. And his, that person has priority, you know? Totally. And isn't it funny? I'm hearing you say this. Isn't it funny that we still remember a singular email oh that we God. spent time putting together? That's what this episode that, could that, be called. And, a singular email. Yeah, <laughs> one email that we like formatted correctly, totally. chose our language. Because the rest of the world does that on a daily I know, basis. I know. That's just job hunting. I know. I That's know. just job hunting. It's like what the world does. And we're like, we, we wrote an, I wrote an email back in 2013. <laughs> Believe me. I remember, I remember too. And it's like, I never got a response. Who do they think they are? It's like the amount of blind emails that everyone out there has sent and spent time formulating cover letters, resumes, all of that shit. And you know, it's just, it's just part of the game. You got to keep, yeah. you got to constantly apply yourself. Brutal dude. Yeah. No matter how many brick walls you run into. Uh, wow. Fun. Uh, <laughs> don't give up hope guys. <laughs> keep swinging and missing. Yeah, that's we it. We certainly will. We're oops. The podcast guys. I'm at Gotham comedy club headlining big weekend, New York city, April 8th and 9th. The whole crew is coming out. We hope you guys will be there. Uh, go get tickets for that. Uh, Francis and I've also got a bunch of dates coming up now. So go to FrancisSells.com if you're curious as to whether I'm coming to a city near you. Uh, you'll see. And you'll also see us in Boston uh, if you got tickets to that. The end of March. March 24th? March 24th. March City 24th, Winery. A couple shows. tickets I think left for the late show. First show sold out very quickly. So get those and uh, we hope to see you in Boston.